that we are all blessed by it. Yes, before I call on our next speaker. <laughs> this morning is about uh, guest speaking and then I, I come up. Okay. Somewhere the Bible says, the God of this world has done what? Has blinded. Blinded. The God of this world has what? Blinded. So our world view is based on what the prince of darkness is telling us. And I need to quickly share this with us. About 2006, 5, 6, that was when the, this uh, 666 concert was all over the place. 466 and all of that. Good intention trying to build on reconciliation all over the world and all of that. But God revealed the spirit that was propagating it for its own good to me. I saw the spirit was putting kind of wax on people's faces. So they were celebrating 4666 and that spirit was hiding then he came to me, was selling the same thing, like anointing to, to put on my head. I said no, because I could see the spirit. Guess what happened? Bible says you shall worship no other God, not, not even any even not any image. Man, Mandela statue is in is at the UN. And they are planning to have a worldwide holiday to be declared in his name. But Jesus Christ is not allowed to be mentioned there. The fault is not the man's fault that died. The man said he was not a saint. He said it. He wasn't a saint. But the God of this world seized the, the moment and is now using it to impose himself over us all over the world. That's the Bible says the God of this world has blinded the minds of people. Bible says, while we look not at the things that we can see, for what you can see is temporary. What your eyes cannot see are eternal. Things that your physical eyes cannot see, they are the ones that control what you can see. So this worldview is very, very important. What is your worldview about finances, about prosperity that we've been teaching over time? What do, you, what do you think about prosperity? Is it like some people will be rich, some people will be poor? Or you, do you think that some Christians, are, we are not supposed to be, they teach us that to be very rich, in quote, very, very rich, you will go to hell. Money will, will make you backslide. When you didn't have money in high school, didn't you commit sin? Money, money in itself is not, is innocent. It, we are the ones that use it wrongly. A child is as wealthy as the family's estate, isn't it? Isn't it? For example, God forbid, if you are to go home today, what do you think your children will inherit? Is it the debt you are owing the banks? No, you shouldn't do that. The Bible says a righteous man will leave inheritance for his children's children. 
So this, that's what this teaching is all about. That look, in Christ, Christ owns all things. In him, we need to believe and begin to believe God to be as rich as he is. Riches from Christ will not make you backslide. It will rather make you humble. Because your riches is the relationship between you and your God, not the wealth that comes as a result of the relationship. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Your child is as wealthy as your wealth as a parent. Praise the Lord. So please, can we have uh, my friend Dirk to please come and talk to us. It's the guest. Some of the things I've been teaching for some time, we have private time together. And then I've been teaching, he's a, he's a very, very good disciple. And he's going to <laughs> share with us same time that I allocated to you. So no, no, no bias now. Thanks, Adi. Um, I was very blessed to, to actually hear the full talk that Hans did, which was very, very good. But um, Hans thinks he speaks proper Afrikaans. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm from Pretoria. So, yeah. So that the wealthy people in uh, my class used to say, "My mo and my po, it is strontos and hermanos." Directly translated into Stellenbosch Afrikaans, is, my mom and my dad has a toilet in hermanos. Yeah, anyway, so, sure, just a bit of background, I think, um, for those of you who don't know me, I've been speaking to, to Adi for, for quite some time, and he's been mentioning these billionaires, which is also the truth. Um, I'm a qualified chartered accountant. Now, how do you know if someone's a chartered accountant? <laughs> I love this crowd. Uh, so, 100% correct. But unfortunately, it's been shrouded in controversy and corporate scandals and Steinhoff and KPMG and the Guptas. And, you know, so, so I've been going through, through my career thinking I probably need someone with a massive balance sheet in my life. And that's what I did. So, so the two businesses that I built for the last couple of years were big finance companies. And to build a finance company, you need a lot of money. And to, to do that, you think you need a strong balance sheet. So I partnered with these billionaires who also came in with good intentions, obviously. But it ended in disaster, complete and utter disaster. To the extent that the last failure ended up in high court actions where specifically this one billionaire told me that, you know, for me, what, what's three million? It's chicken poop money to me. I'll just deposit it into the advocate's account and tell him to ruin you. Wow. So, you know, typically in in this physical realm that we're in. Things don't always go your way. But from my point of view, there was a very specific time in my life where I felt a certain sense of pride because 
I had this big company. I had, you know, I got these billionaires backing me. And it wasn't long after that that God touched me. He broke me down completely. You know, even what, what I was blessed with speaking to Adi specifically about covenant and covenant relationship. And specifically the, the story about Jacob. And Jacob was an interesting character because he was very clever. He used his mind to, to actually manipulate. He was a deceiver. And he cheated his father. He made his own rules for his own selfish gain, you know. And he didn't, he didn't trust God to work things out. He took it into his own hands. And this is what, what I specifically have been doing. You know, I took stuff into my own hands. And I thought, very clever, manipulating, doing stuff, not 100% correct. But as with any testimony, there has to come a test. And then God comes in, and same with Jacob. Jacob struggled his whole life. He struggled with God. And sometimes many of us struggle with God as well. But he became more and more faithful as he matured. You know, he wrestled with God. God touched his hip and completely broke him down. Jacob was a broken man. Even though he had a covenant relationship with God, he was broken. But that brokenness made him a brand new man. So for me specifically, also manifesting in the physical realm, I used to be a runner. I used to really love running. And I used to, to run marathons. I used to run the comrades. I used to, to do all these events. But God touched my knee. And I just... Completely, the patella, which is basically protects your knee, was just worn through from all the running. So I couldn't run. But this whole process of, you know, losing the businesses, getting myself into a position where I could be a completely new man has been fantastic. So we all have to go through these painful processes. But this covenant relationship is something very, very special. <clears throat> So if we can maybe just read, if you want to go with me to Genesis, Genesis chapter 31. You know, Jacob's always had this covenant relationship with God, and you know, I'm going to read from verse 1. Now Jacob heard the words of Laban's sons, saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's, and from what was our father's he has acquired all his wealth. And Jacob saw the countenance of Laban, and indeed it was not favorable toward him as before. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers and to your family, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field to his flock and said to them, I see your father's countenance, that it's not favorable toward me as before. But the God of my father has been with me, and you know that with all my might I have served your father. Yet your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times. But God did not allow him to hurt me. If he said thus, the speckled shall be your wages, then all the flocks bore speckled. And if he said thus, the street shall be your wages, then all the flocks bore street. So God has taken away the livestock of your father and given them to me. 
So, you know, there's nothing that Jacob did. God did all of this for him. And he blessed him completely. So when I came out of these business relationships with these earthly billionaires, with nothing, I was seriously looking for a job because now I've got to pay the bills. But I, I couldn't find anything. And, and through my conversations with Adi and what he just shared with us now, we really have to build businesses for our children. And, and almost being forced into a situation where I now have to do something where God said to me, what is in your hand? And what was in my hand was a little store in Somerset Mall, which specifically has got retail staff. It's a retail business. I know nothing about retail. I know nothing about dealing with retail staff. I'm used to dealing with professional people, people who have degrees and with, you know, some sort of stature to them. But, you know... We, we build it up from there. And since speaking to Adi and understanding this covenant relationship, this business has been incredibly blessed. It's been outperforming. It's been doing better than the other stores for no, no other reason than the covenant relationship with God and owning that covenant relationship. You know, we, we pray about our decisions. We, we ask God his guidance. We almost must have that corporate governance mindset, you know, where God sits as a director of the company and we decide God is my partner, not an earthly billionaire. I had to also delete the lies of Satan because Satan comes with these lies and this condemnation about what's happened before. But now, building something in that covenant partnership with God is absolutely exhilarating. Amen. You know, this uh, life work leadership where, where Hans and I was, there was a, a guy and, and he called himself a ninja. So the acronym ninja stands for no income, no job, abundance. <laughs> you know? So, so when I, I read the story of Jacob and his relationship with Laban, you know, he was, he was also human. He was running away scared from Esau. He, was, he had the slavery mindset, but yet God just blessed him. He just continued to bless him. And this whole covenant relationship also went on into his children, into Joseph. He gave Joseph this magnificent coat to wear, setting him up for rulership. That coat that his father gave him was the, the covenant for rulership. But what happened to poor jo Joseph? His brothers sold him into slavery. Probably, you know, took off the coat, probably naked or near naked, into, sold into Egypt. And there he was working in Potiphar's house and doing his best. And his household was blessed because Joseph was there. Because of that covenant relationship. And then by no fault of his own, he got thrown into jail. And again, I just think, how must he have felt? You know, I was set up to be a ruler or my father has given me this covenant. But he never forgot the covenant, even in jail. And the Lord kept his covenant with him. And he launched him from jail straight into the second highest position on earth at that time. 
So, you know, it's, it's just fantastic just to get some sort of perspective. Not that I want to be owning anything or be proud of, of anything. I just want to be that covenant partner with God. Own the covenant, service that covenant, and let my covenant partner market the business. Praise the Lord. Let's clap for Jesus for that. Hallelujah. Yes, that's my friend Dirk. We've been having some private uh, time together. And I thank God that uh, he's able to share with us this morning. Amen. Concerning his business, when we were having, uh, we're going to have another session tomorrow morning. Anz, are you hearing that? Hallelujah. <laughs> so, uh, so, <laughs> so, so what happened was, I shared those things with him in detail. It was like his eyes were just popping open like that. No, how do you do? Oh. <laughs> then I now, when I prayed over his own uh, apostle, when I said, God is your covenant partner. Let's call, let's call on God to separate your store from the rest. And we called on his covenant partner. And his store is the one doing the best in the whole country. People come from long distance to do business there. Apple store. So, both of us, we are talking about taking Apple to Nigeria and doing some big-time business over there. But the bottom line is this. When God, when you know God is your covenant partner, Rory, this new face is sorted. Hallelujah. It's sorted. Mark, that thing is sorted. God is the judge of the whole earth. <laughs> Nobody can go against your heavenly father. That's the bottom line. Amen? Amen? And as you stand to minister, the lame must walk because you are his son standing in his representative capacity. There's, no, there's nothing about you in all of this. But I chose to believe God's word and see my identity in God first and rest in it, marinate in it. Let it change my mindset. And I begin to walk tall. Taller than Dirk. Taller than him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because when we meditate on who we are in God, you begin to manifest your sonship in God. Let's know who we are in God and strive towards it. Rather than not knowing anything about your sonship at all. Hallelujah. So he is getting to know that it's not by power. It is not by might. It is by the spirit of God. That sounds so spiritual. So let's close with this story of Solomon. Can we please go there? Please, let's go. Go there quickly. This will be like an assignment I want us to do between now and next week. Okay. Okay.
First Kings chapter 4, verse from verse 22, when you read down, these are the things you're going to get out of it about Solomon. You'll be able to know the extent of the wealth that Solomon was, was into, the dimension of his wealth. And the assignment is this, please. Solomon is me, was a son of David. He inherited wealth from his father, David, quite all right. But the wealth that God gave him was to him personally. God gave him his word and said, Solomon, no man will be as rich as you ever. Nobody ever will be as rich as you. God committing to that. God committing to that. To Solomon. Can we please quick, I want us to read a particular verse of the scripture. Just a minute. Same, same, same um, chapter. Okay. Can we please, First Kings chapter 4, verse 34, please. Verse 34. Somebody please read verse 34. I got the New International Version, yeah? From all nations, people came to listen to Solomon's wisdom, sent by all the kings of the world who had heard of his wisdom. What did Solomon ask for? Wisdom. And what did he profit through? It, profits, it profited from what? The wisdom that God gave him. I want us to see the kind of food this man was enjoying per day. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we? Go to the same chapter. The level of uh, of 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 sumptuous meal this man takes every day. From verse twenty-two. Please, Dirk, are you open to it? Can you please read it? Twenty-two to twenty-three. Now Solomon's provision for one day was thirty cores of fine flour. 60 cores of meal, 10 fatted oxen, 20 oxen from the pastures, and 100 sheep, besides deer, gazelles, roebucks, and fatted fowl. <laughs> you have a job daily <laughs> as a chef. <laughs> 100, 100 sheep. So can, you, can so so can you can you these guys so so can you imagine what what his table would look like on a daily basis daily daily but he was able to cater 
And the level of, of, of quality of food must be at the king's level. And it lived for about, it ruled for about 40 years. Times that, 365 days, 40 years. That was what God was making happen to him. That's it. That is 40,000 40, stores. Of, oh, yes? Yes. That's what he had. 40,000. This guy alone. Sometime in Nigeria, I heard about a guy that had about 40, 40 cars. Exotic cars. And he was only coming to Nigeria twice a year. And he would pack everything in his house. We were just coming, just drive. We were just for about a month. Drive them around. Maybe he just came to warm the cars. Zzz, zzz, just come back home and pack. Zzz, just drive around town and pack the stuff. See, this is not encouraging greed. It's to encourage us to see how your heavenly father blesses. Are we together? It's good for us to know the, the worth of your father, the value of your father, how, how rich he is, how generous your heavenly father is. Then the, the, the responsibility will now be, how do I walk in this also? And this will become your personal responsibility to walk closer to God and seek Him. I want to ask us this question and then we round off about Solomon. What guaranteed Solomon's wealth? Place now we are beginning here. We're going to talk very quickly. Your answer will be about, it should be a reflection of how you want what happened to Solomon to be replicated in your life as well. We're not just doing Bible gisting. You should ask, I'm asking us, what made Solomon that wealthy? Yeah, quickly, one minute. I was... Um Go to verse 27. It says that the district governors, each in his month, supplied provisions for, the, for King Solomon and all who came to the king's table. They saw to it that nothing was lacking. So it was just God's provision, not by going, oh, just go have a look in the back room. I filled it up while you were sleeping. It was just this, it happened. He made the worldly people, you know, provide for the king. So yeah, Hallelujah. Nothing, nothing was lacking. In other words, not one angel coming to drop exactly. sheep every morning. He made it happen in this world. Hallelujah. He touched Here we go. people and he made them to do it consistently. Hallelujah. People that he would never, he would never have expected would be giving, like with Dirk, would be giving in business. Yeah, he makes it come, but they said that every month. So it was a, it was like he was, it was like a paycheck every month. It was coming in. Hallelujah, but that is not the reason. So I get his heroes. That's how. Why didn't answer the question? Sorry, Hans. 
Hij heet Jurans en spreekt niet helemaal. Please, please, give him the score now. Minus 12 and a half. Is that one out of 10? Okay, please. Anybody? Anybody else? But the good explanation anyway. Good. That's that is the, how physically it was done. Okay. It was through God's word and promise to him to make him the wealthiest man that ever lived. It was his word. Hallelujah, you're a good student. We spoke yesterday. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> That's why we must be having some personal coffees. Let's hear him also. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, it's through the covenant, which is the promise of God. Amen. Beautiful. Now, guys, let's listen. And I like, I always have at the back of my mind what Heinz once said, which is very, very correct. Show me someone who is leaving it out now. Are we together? That is a cry of someone who wants to do it himself and experience it, isn't it? Now, in light of what you have seen and what you said yesterday, what you said now and what you've said, let me look at, let's, let's, let me, let's get the answer from this other question. In Christ, how is your wealth guaranteed? Anybody? Good. Hold the microphone, please. <laughs> New covenant. New covenant. Okay. You want to say something, my wife, okay? Very, 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 very theological. Hallelujah. I see her eyes is itching to say something. And okay, let's give it to my number one disciple, uh, Mark himself. Number one. He says that. He told me that. He says, look, I'm your number one disciple. Because I was talking to someone said, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, you should have taken the opportunity, Wayne. You could have taken the mic. You <laughs> <laughs> See you, this guy? Oh. Please go ahead, Mark. Yeah, so it's basically through the word and and immersing oneself in the, the word. Um, and then one will realize the full potential of the covenant that we have and the promises that have been made to us. Praise the Lord. Now, in closing, let me say this. God said, I do what? Watch over my word to do what? To perform it. When God gave Solomon that word, what you said now came to pass. God got into the district um, uh, rulers or leaders, made them to believe in Solomon and made sure that the provision was constantly coming. He supervised them. Just like the sales in the store right now, people coming from distances coming to do business there. God is keeping watch over his word. 
and he would orchestrate people to do what you have asked him to do. That case is going to do it because you have asked him to do it. He's going to, he's going to influence decisions. Hallelujah. Are you getting it? It's like you taking a free ride. You are going to the U.S. Your business is to do what? Get to the airport. Get into the plane. Let the pilot do his job. Isn't it? It takes you to the other side. Ours is to believe. Most of the time... We are discouraged because we don't know how God does these things. He would create circumstances. He would create relationships. He would orchestrate situations. And you can see his hand. Point A, B, C, D. And you can see that he will sustain it. Hallelujah. So in Christ Jesus, the guarantee for our wealth, the Bible says, listen, God gave uh, Solomon, he said, for as long as you live, no man will be what? Be able to be as rich as you. Do we agree? Yes. And God went to work. Are we together? Sayane, are you getting it? God went to work. Okay? Now listen. Bible says Jesus Christ became poor. That what? You may be rich. What does that mean? It's already settled. Not that he's going to become poor. He became poor. He's just telling you the result of what has already happened. Why you are, while you're already rich. In Christ, he became poor that you may be what? You may be rich. So in other words, when you activate this by faith and saying, God, I believe that. You are at work in my businesses. You are at work orchestrating deals for me. Because the same way you did for Solomon, God, you are doing for me as well. Number two, it says, you have been circumcised with the circumcision that is not done with human hands. In other words, a covenant was established. God will not commit himself to you his commitment to you and I is Christ, his son. And he will not release the privileges and rights that go with that covenant to you if you are not circumcised. But this circumcision, Reuben, is a circumcision of the heart. Not resolution. I used to be a bad person. I don't want to be bad again. No. What he was saying, you have to check, are you born again? Amen. If you are born again, you are already born into God's commitment to wealth to you. Then what are we supposed to do? Begin to look forward to your business, businesses prospering, your deals coming through. Hallelujah. You have a marketer that nobody can resist. He goes and whispers to them, no, Reuben is a nice man. Do it with him. Increase the deals. Increase the whole, the, whole, the whole arrangement. Do it better. That they come to you. So Reuben, yeah, we can do it. No, it's fine. Da, 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 da. You don't take any glory. But you rejoice in your covenant partner. Hallelujah. 
that he is at work. Amen. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you know he's at work now. So you don't go into business opportunities with people anyhow, except you want to do them a favor. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> except you want to do them a favor, Louis. No, 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 no. <laughs> if I come in now, you know, you have no choice but to be blessed. <laughs> you tell them, in, in one year, if this business has not quadrupled, uh, just, uh, I'll back out. <laughs> no, that's the truth. When we were in Bible school, a guy was, was always there giving us some things. He now paid for our school fees. And I told him, I said, look, come. Since you paid our school fees, has anything changed in your, in your office, your work, and all of that? And I said, if nothing has changed, I will give you your money back. I can give you the guy's name and phone number. Call him. He said, no, 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 Pastor Ade. Things have changed completely. Because I knew I am in covenant with God. You cannot give to a child of God and God will look, God will look the other way. If somebody does... Excuse me? If somebody does good things to your daughter or your, your son, what will you do? Say, no, get off. No. You love the person. Shall we rise on our feet? Hallelujah. <laughs> Were you blessed this morning? Amen. Were we blessed this morning? Amen. <laughs> so, God Almighty is in covenant with you. He is your covenant partner. Whoever that is doing business with you is doing business with God. That guy said, I said, you, you, get, you paid our school fees. God must pay something for you. I'm not talking, he bought a new house, deals opened up and all of that. You need to know whoever that blesses you, CNA, the person is wise. But the thing is, are you, are you sure, do you know who you are? <laughs> that nobody can touch you. Rory, Nobody. They dare not. Your covenant partner is a killer. <laughs> He's a killer. <laughs> you don't mess. You don't mess with Rory now. <laughs> Even Rory may not be doing everything hundred percent correct, but the father loves his son, isn't it? What is your worldview? Is it God's word or what you were born into? Father, we thank you, Lord, this morning. We praise you, we glorify your name, O oh God. We ask that you please breathe upon your word this morning. We have read in your word that you are, you are, you are the lift of our heads. You are a helper, O oh God. Please, brothers and sisters, prophesy to your life. Say God's word over you. And say, because I'm in covenant, as a result of covenant relationship with God, I demand this. I say it is well with me. I say my steps are ordered by God. I say I am remembered for good in the name of Jesus Christ. I have wisdom because Christ has been made wisdom unto me. Prophesy and speak God's word this morning.